When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, DJs, it is Monday, January 29th. We have the final two teams to play for the Super Bowl, so we'll discuss how they got there. Plus, some NBA and eh, NHL, kind of, sort of. I'm Mad Max, joining me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, happy Monday. Happy Monday. This is honestly, like, we're, we're entering the worst time of the year, right? Because, effectively, we have one game left. We haven't had college football for a few weeks. We have one NFL game two weeks from now. Like, this is depression season. What, there's no baseball. Hockey's off for the better part of this week. Uh, I, I got to find something to do. Maybe this is when we should be taking vacations or something. Because without the NFL, without football, because uh, I don't think the XFL started yet either, has it? No, sorry. It's not the XFL. It's UFL. The UFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no football is depressing, Max. <laughs> it is. The, the thought of it is depressing, and uh, yeah, two weeks from now, we we certainly will have a football game, and that'll be it for the NFL for a while because we have our Super Bowl matchup set. From the AFC, representing once again Kansas City Chiefs, and for the NFC, somehow the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, let's talk about these games. Let's talk about how they got there. Um, first game up was the Chiefs heading to Baltimore, and I, I recall you saying, "Oh, the Chiefs are going to have to keep Baltimore under 20 points to win this game." Well. They certainly kept them under 20 points, and the Chiefs certainly won that game. Man, what's your takeaway from that one? Uh, okay, so first statement, and then I'll back backtrack off of this statement. Baltimore was the better team. Baltimore was the more explosive team, but Kansas City was the more disciplined team. Baltimore made mistake after mistake from, you know, stupid, uh, taunting uh, – flags personal foul flags to the the turnover in the twice turnover in the zay flowers fumble right there at the one yard line diving in 
and the interception by Lamar Jackson. Um, I mean, Baltimore just made mistake after mistake. They could not get out of their own way. Kansas City, I mean, to their credit, they kept Patrick Mahomes pretty much clean the, the entire postseason. I think I saw the stat, 101 dropbacks before he had ever got sacked in the postseason. I mean, that's that's pretty freaking impressive. So they kept him pretty clean. Um, he did get hit a couple of times, once in the face, another personal foul by the Ravens. It just, for me, it just came down to the Ravens just made too many mistakes, couldn't get out of their own way, and that was the deciding factor of, of the game. Let's uh, let's not discredit what Spagnola did with the defense. Spagnola, I mean, yeah, I, for for years, Spagnola has kept this defense heads above water, and this year they gave him some talent to work with, and that defense is extraordinary, right? I mean, tons of credit to what Spagnola has done with this defense, and then what Andy Reid has done with the offense. They're run first, run first, run often, run first. Oh, and guess what? We st- we still we still got some weapons out there. Travis Kelsey's still gonna you know shred you th- through the middle. We got a couple of guys that can still make plays here. Don't forget that Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, and then run again, and then run again. I mean, <laughs> like Pacheco got he was he was a workhorse. He had twenty four carries yesterday, man. And then when P- Pacheco took a rest after getting. Uh, you know, five, six yards a clip, right? You know, then it was like, all right, let's, let's, we'll throw Clyde Edwards-Hilaire out there to, you know, do his cloud of dust thing, but keep the defense honest. I, I never felt like the Ravens' defense was comfortable out there. They were tired. They were on the field often. I think uh, the third longest drive in Patrick Mahomes' career was was in this game, like nine minutes and 12 seconds. They were on the field for a drive, you know? Um I, I just I think that the Ravens were the better team. I agree with you. They played sloppy. I agree with you. They made you know too many dumb mistakes, and this game probably should have went in their favor. Um, but I can't discredit what the Chiefs did out there, both defensively and offensively out there. They they had a great game plan to neutralize Lamar Jackson. They frustrated the shit out of him. Uh, there was time like he a lesser quarterback would have been sacked probably like five times in that game. You know, he alluded being sacked multiple times, but then they had the, the secondary had everything covered. He had nowhere to throw to. I saw a couple times that he just throw out of bounds, you know, just like just to get rid of the ball. That that's not this offense this is the, not the offense that shredded every single fucking team that they played this year. Um, I, I, I'll say bad game by Lamar Jackson. He couldn't really get his running game going. You know, they, they really, they really neutralized Lamar Jackson, the most powerful weapon on that team. And then finally OBJ showed up in a game a little too, 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 too little too late though. Um, Travis Kelsey, another hell of a performance as well. I know not, you know, confidence wise, the chiefs were ranking very low on us because of how their offense was doing a couple weeks ago. I remember that conversation with you in the pre-show. I'm like, Man, I'm reading some crazy statistics about this Chiefs defense. And back-to-back weeks, this Chiefs defense has done crazy shit. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs, your AFC representative in the Super Bowl. We all saw it coming. Just predicted it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, another thing that we don't talk about 
or at least we've talked about it all season, but there was the adjustment um, in, in this game anyway, is that you know, the wide receiver core have been much maligned all year. Like we threw them under the bus, ran over them, backed up over them, and then ran over them again. Well, they finally benched Kadarius Tony. He was, he didn't, I don't think he saw a single snap. They put the Rice kid in there, and I mean, the kid played really good. You're right. They kept Pacheco. Uh, you know, he got his carries. Um, and then the very idea that Travis Kelsey is the focal point of that offense. And so many times he was wide open. Like, there was a few times he, he made some great catches, but so many times he was wide open. And I'm thinking to myself, are you going to cover the best player on the Chiefs offense? Like, what, what is going on here, Baltimore? Um, but you're right. You know, final comment as far as the Chiefs, not enough credit going to Spagnola and that defense because Lamar Jackson, it is, it's a tough thing to do, right? Because you kind of have to feel like, well, do we want to keep him in the pocket and make him throw or do we want to pressure him and, you know, take the chance of letting him run loose? They did a great job on both ends. Like, he got a few big runs, but nothing that really, you know, there was no 70-yard breakaway for a touchdown. They kept him contained. They kept him under pressure. Spagnola gets a lot of credit for what that defense did yesterday. So, yeah, you're, you're absolutely correct. The Chiefs' defense came ready, and they're going to need to be ready because so much talent on their opponent next week for two That's weeks. That's that's right, yeah, and uh, you know to segue to that opponent, uh, they had a wide receiver, uh, probably the best wide receiver of all time, a guy named Jerry Rice. For you young kids out there, this dude was, a, you know, just the best out there. Oh, by the way, Travis Kelsey broke his playoff receptions record yesterday, so that's how good Travis Kelsey has been in his career so far. When you're mentioned in the names of, you know, Jerry Rice, not too fucking bad. And Jerry Rice, of course, played most of his career. You guys might remember him in a Raiders uniform. <laughs> but he played most of his career for the San Francisco 49ers. And, uh, in fact, Jared Goff grew up uh, rooting for the San Francisco 49ers. Joe Montana, his favorite player. The reason that he has the number that he has is after Joe Montana. And uh, for a good portion of this game, going into halftime, it was a 24 uh, it's a seven uh, lead at one point, right? Um, Twenty-one to seven lead at one point that the Lions had, and uh, man, um, the, uh, the 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 49ers came back from that deficit and they won the game. So I mean, the Lions had this one. The Lions had this game in their hands. A series of unfortunate events, including a fumble, uh, including uh, uh, Dan Campbell going for it a couple of times where he probably shouldn't have a you know, fourth and fourth and two where he could kick field goals. Um, you know, this is what got him here being aggressive, being that, being the man, um, their defense actually played pretty well for most of the game was able to, uh, really frustrate Brock Purdy, get in his face, cause him to make mistakes. You look at the statistics, it's Jared Goff, it was Montgomery running the fucking ball, Laporta had a fucking great game as well. You're not seeing the names McCaffrey up there. You're not seeing the names Ayuk or, or, or Debo Samuel or, or Brock Purdy. But somehow in the second half, they put it all together and they took the win. Back-to-back uh, -back weeks where they've sweated against quote-unquote lesser opponents. 
they're going to be favored. And I'll pull up the early lines. I guarantee they're going to be favored in this Super Bowl against the Chiefs. But should they be worried, Sex Panther? Yeah, they should be worried um, because they haven't they haven't been dominant. They haven't been as dominant as they were in the regular season. People have kind of exploited them. I mean, Jared Goff shredded that 49ers defense. The two running backs, Montgomery and Gibbs, shredded. I mean, I don't know if they ever got stopped for a loss. Every time Gibbs and Montgomery touched the ball, it was like five or ten yards shredded that defense. The Detroit didn't. I mean, San Francisco didn't win this game. Detroit lost it. Detroit lost it because what got them there is what cost them. You're right. I, I don't like pointing the finger and kind of blaming, but Dan Campbell's second half decision making gave the 49ers, you know, it's 24 to 7. You go forward on fourth down and don't get it. Next thing you know, field goal. All right, 24 to 10. Get the ball back. Running back fumbles. They got a short field again. 24 to 17. Uh, right shit, then, you feel right the there. wheels. Right yeah, there. Yep. Right there. The wheels are coming loose. Now you start to panic and it got away from them. I mean, they, it was, it was hard to watch, but the lions were up to the task. I'm, I'm hyped for this team. They were so good. Maybe get a few more, you know, defensive players, shore up that defense a little bit better. Like you said, they didn't play bad. They could just definitely improve, but the offense, the offense came to play. They were, I, I couldn't find other than the fumble and the two, fourth down conversions they didn't get literally those three plays cost them the game that that's what sent the 49ers to the Super Bowl think Jared Goff's worthy of an extension yeah I mean he's not old right he's he's 28 29 years old 28 yeah he's He's, not old he's not old you gotta start over with a rookie no this this is your guy this offense has been clicking for the last two seasons. I think last year they were the highest scoring offense in the entire NFL. Um, this year they got a little bit more of a running game, so got more balance. But, yeah, I, if I'm the Lions, if I'm Dan Campbell, bring Goff back, give him three or four years, let's run this shit back. Who are they afraid of? They went toe-to-toe with the best. They're right there. They are banging on the door of getting to a Super Bowl. Do you consider bringing in a guy like uh, Stefan Diggs if he's available? Like if, if, if you know, I, I know Amon St. Brown is the man, but he's the man almost in a Cooper, Cooper Cup type of way, right? It doesn't feel like they have, uh, again, uh, nothing nothing taken away from Cooper Cup or Amon St. Brown. This is not a slight at them, but they don't have what I feel to be that Justin Jefferson or, you know, the, the, uh, Jamar Chase type explosive. I'm going to break this game open with a big play. I I don't know if that plays into Goff's weaknesses, maybe. (laughs) Like, I think his strengths might be not trying to go for those crazy idiotic plays. But do you think they need a big playmaker? And I I don't know if if Diggs is that playmaker anymore. But, you know, it seems like he could be a guy that's available. I know they're talking about him staying in Buffalo. But... Do you, do you eye up maybe like a, a big time wide receiver that would just, you know, give you that that edge or or is it just focusing on what they're doing and then add more to the defense? I mean, if you can get him for a good price, yeah, absolutely, because even if Diggs doesn't 
put up the numbers that he put up in Minnesota or put up in Buffalo, his mere presence creates a nightmare scenario for a defensive coordinator. Like, who are you going to guard? You're going to guard Diggs or are you going to guard St. Brown? Either one of them can carve you up in a league that's become kind of tight end reliant. Like a lot of your better teams, we're looking at Travis Kelty and, and George Kittle, right? Philadelphia got fat off of Dallas Goder. You know, you look at some of the teams over the years that have had really good offenses. They've had a great tight end. I would, I would probably be looking for a tight end, honestly. If, if Detroit could get another tight end, they had one not too long ago. I can't remember his name. Um, traded they him to one. Minnesota, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, um, but man, if you get good young tight end and then shore up that defense a little bit, man, Detroit could be set for a couple of years, Max. Yeah, I mean, listen, Laporta is a hell of a tight end. Uh, it does seem like teams that have maybe the two tight ends set, um, you know, we saw Baltimore try to do that yesterday uh, with their two tight ends. Uh, maybe some some flexibility. Laporta looks like he could be the man, though. He looks like he could be the next generation tight end. Uh, fucking hell of a game yesterday. Um, you know, and just every every time I looked up, it was more Laporta than and saying saying Amazon Brand had a fucking good game too. But um, I kept seeing uh, Laporta's uh, name being called out there. You know, b- big plays there. So, uh, yeah, I listen. I I think you know. Um, this team is right at the cusp. I don't think that they're going anywhere. I do think they probably should extend Jared Goff. Um, be happy for him uh, to, to get that contract extension. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that in the NFC, you know, by the end of the season, my 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 tune for the NFC started changing. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm looking around and I'm like, man, Green Bay's got a pretty good fucking future, right? Um uh, Rams, the Rams ain't dead fucking yet, right? The <laughs> there's some teams out there, you know, like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, man, you know, Baker Mayfield, he probably deserves an extension. Teams that I w- wasn't necessarily loving all season started to come around to me towards the end of the year. Uh, so this Detroit team, Bears. You know, yeah, the Bears. You know, we don't know what's going on with the Bears. I was having a conversation with a couple of buddies yesterday about what the fuck they're going to do in the draft, and I still don't know. I, I still don't know if they're going to keep Justin Fields or not. You know, that's such a fucking mystery to me. Um, my take, my take on the Bears, you keep, you keep Justin Fields. You, you got, you got, you got two more years. You got two more options on him. Keep him. Decide, and draft a wide receiver that could be a game-changing wide receiver for a decade. You got a chance in two years if you want to to switch quarterbacks. You're not going to get a chance to fucking get a wide receiver of that caliber, you know? So uh, I, I say turn, turn, you know, run it back with fucking uh, Justin Fields and, and, and get Marvin, Marvin Harrison Jr. out there and see what those fucking guys can produce some magic or not. Um, but I don't know what's going on with the Bears. But yeah, Bears, Bears play fucking good, you know, down the stretch as well too. So uh, NFC looking like a bit of an upward trend for some of these teams. I think Detroit will be right in the mix. I feel bad for them. I wish they could have made it, but say la vie. So here we go. San Francisco 49ers, Kansas City Chiefs in two weeks. And after this break, we'll be betting some NBA and that NHL game too. Stay tuned. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We are back, possibly never even left you. Sex Panther, well, you got four NBA, I got two NBA, and there's not any overlap between them, so we got six NBA games to get to, and then that lone hockey game as they wind down before the All-Star break this weekend. So, uh, light schedule of hockey today, tomorrow, and Wednesday, but uh, we'll talk about those games anyway. But we do always start on uh, the the hardwood, because uh, some people tune us out when we start talking hockey, so... (laughs) Maybe we should flip-flop. Maybe we should put hockey first. So they're forced to listen to hockey before we get to the NBA. Uh, I say it this way. I wish you would listen to the whole show. But if you listen to the intro, it still counts as a download. So (laughs) our sponsors don't care if you listen to hockey or not. Tune out for hockey if you want. You would miss the DJ parlay. So maybe fast forward through hockey or put it on like some some people listen to us at like uh, 1.5 or 2 speed. Which is fucking crazy because I feel like I talk fast enough as it is. So me at like 1.5 or 2 speed, it must be like fucking insane. Like I just snorted a whole bag of fucking coke and just started fucking going. Um, anyway, uh, NBA Sex Panther. Yeah, bring back those uh, 1980s micro machine commercials. <laughs> I, can, I can just hear you doing those. Hardwood, I got four games and I'm not, I don't like my first three because I don't like betting on visiting teams. But the visiting teams are the better team. We'll start off with the, the New York Knicks going to Charlotte, take on the lowly Hornets. The Hornets, the addition of Terry Rozier, or wait, Terry Rozier went to Miami. The loss of Terry Rozier doesn't help them, right? This is a team that's struggled all season. LaMelo can't stay healthy. Rozier's gone. They, I, they haven't been a good team, even when they are healthy. New York. I think we like the direction they're going. I definitely like the, you know, Brunson, Randall combination, playing seven and a half. I'd rather this be around five and a half, six, but I think New York pay those points for 10 bucks. My problem is they won't have the Randall uh, 
part part of the equation there uh separated his shoulder he's going to be out for some time so um it's unfortunate because i did like the knicks and i do like what they were doing with julius randall out there a team that's still going to be in the the trade market and be aggressive there they've already made some trades already this new york knicks team looking to make that next step uh but yeah going to be without julius randall for a while um i like them win this one i felt the seven and a half uh Eight, a little bit too much, but this Hornets team, you're right, they're fucking terrible. This, the, you know, the Knicks should win this one. They should cover this one. But without Randall, I just couldn't do it. Um, I'm going to lean Charlotte here. All right, next game up, the L.A. Clippers going to Cleveland. Uh, Cavs at home, you know, generally we like them, but, man, this Clippers team, they, they look the part. You know, when they made that trade for Harden and then we started making – all those names, rattled off the names. I had made the comment, could this team be the team, the thorn, and, and the Celtics, you know, could they measure up against the Celtics? Well, they did over the weekend. They measured up. That was a, that was a measuring contest. They looked the part. They're right there in, you know, the middle of that four-team race for a first place in the West. I think they get another win here on the road. Only have to lay two and a half. Give me the Clippers for 10 bucks. Yeah, hard to argue. I'll I'll lean the Clippers with you here. Um, ah, man, uh, yeah, they came into Boston, t- took down the Celtics, and uh, they are riding a five-game winning streak, and they're in, in striking distance of taking over first place in the West. Unbelievable. Um, you know, Kawhi Leonard is is just he's kind of like that glue. Yeah, he's 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 the man. Uh, when he is healthy, it's hard to argue that he's not in in the conversation to be the best player in the league. You know, we've seen it time and time again. Kawhi, healthy, playing at the top of his game, is almost unstoppable. Um, like God mode type fucking thing. And uh, you know, they they've made it work. They've made that like. The, like, listen, the unsung hero of this team is Russell Westbrook. I agree. All the years of people shitting on Russell Westbrook, I would like to say that I was not one of them. I would like to say over the years, I have looked at this guy through maybe rose-colored glasses um, for the talents and for just the basketball acumen that he brings to the table. And for all the shit about him having an ego and and yada, 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 look at all the players that have played around him and what we think of them. And now look at Russell Westbrook being okay with being the sixth man on this team and doing a hell of a job at it. This is a guy who has MVP to his name, who has triple-double, like, fucking seasons. Being okay with uh, taking a step back for the good of the team. And it's helped them tremendously. So uh, long-winded way of saying I'll lean the Clippers with you. Next game up, we'll stick with the Los Angeles theme. The Lakers are going to Houston. LeBron's been out. He's listed as supposed to be back tonight. Um, Anthony Davis, who knows? He's got a questionable tag. Every single time they list the injury report, I got a feeling somebody's not playing or two somebody's isn't playing because Houston against the Lakers and Houston being favorite, 
just seems weird to me. Houston's not playing well, hasn't played well for a while. I'm going to take the Lakers here plus the one and a half and consider it a victory even if I lose the game. Uh, LeBron played Saturday against the Warriors in that uh, it was two overtime. It was double overtime. They ended up beating the Warriors uh, by a point in double overtime. Um, His stat line, how old is LeBron? He's like 40, right? He's like 39, 40 years old, yeah. yeah, yeah. Triple-double. 36 points, 20 rebounds, 12 assists. Fuck you. Monster. (laughs) Monster. (laughs) um i just i just i still don't love this lakers team i'm gonna lean the lakers here uh they should win this one they're getting a point they can't uh, get them getting a point means that lebron's probably not playing right that's what i'm saying the line says some somebody's not playing yeah him or or davis i don't like it i mean houston at home for a good stretch of the season was just fucking unbeatable but this team is this team's kind of falling apart like you know this is this this is like uh someone found out uh you know they, they came home and saw Ime Adoka in bed with their wife they just kind of unraveled there you know um, I'll, I'll lean the lakers all right last game up probably game of the night milwaukee bucks their new head coach doc rivers going to denver take on the nuggets I got to tell you, Doc Rivers is not a, a difference maker for me, at least in a positive way. I mean, I, I view the Milwaukee Bucks as the same team I viewed them all year long. I like them. I particularly like them in the East, not as much as Boston. But against Denver, particularly with Milwaukee being on the road, I don't like them. Denver is damn near unbeatable at home. They're even against good teams. They're smacking them in the face with dead fish. I think the Bucks. I, I think they get smacked. Uh, four and a half. I'm there. Give me the Nuggets for ten bucks. Talk about votes of confidence from players for Doc Rivers. Uh, here's Damian Lillard talking about Doc Rivers. There's nothing he hasn't experienced, and I just think his voice, how he's able to motivate teams. He's a strong voice, and he's going to demand more from our team. Wow. Wow. Like, that's just. The biggest vote of confidence I've ever heard in a coach. That seems like a guy that you want coaching you. Like, he's got a voice. Great. Is that, is that, fucking, I guess Adrian Griffin didn't have a voice? There's nothing as an experience. That's right. Including lots of losses and heartbreak in the first round of the playoffs and not being able to get the fucking Philadelphia 76ers to a title and squandering the Boston Celtics big three. You're right. He experienced all those things. And you'll experience that too, Damian Lillard, with him as your head coach. Um, I love Denver. I, I Listen, I love Denver. I think that the Nuggets are uh, capable of, of, of you know, running it back, getting a, a, another title this year. There's nothing that Jokic uh, can't do. Um, I'm going to lean the Nuggets here. Couldn't quite bet it. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think Denver at home should get it done. All right. Well, we haven't really agreed on anything, so maybe we can throw that one in the parlay. Let's see if I agree with you. You've got two plays. What are they? Well, I know because we, in the pre-show, we've already kind of quasi discussed them and how they're just terrible fucking games. And I'm walking into some kind of fucking traps here and, and let's start the first one off in Brooklyn where the Utah jazz are getting a point and a half. Now we know 
the Utah Jazz have struggled on the road. And in theory, you know, they have not been playing as good of basketball, um, you know, as, as they were. However, they they managed to turn it around, win a couple games in a row. Um, I like this Utah Jazz team. If this was at home, close my eyes. Don't even have to hesitate betting the Utah Jazz on the road. A little hesitation. But this Brooklyn team, I don't like them anymore. I like them earlier in the season. I thought they were putting something together and maybe, uh, you know, sneak into the playoffs in the East. Doesn't look like the case now. So a $10 bet on the Jazz. You know, dare I say with Brooklyn, you know, with Chicago, we kind of blame it on Lonzo Ball, right? They, they just haven't been the same without Lonzo Ball. Brooklyn, to begin the season, was Ben Simmons the glue? Like, it, it seems impossible to think that was the case. But Ben Simmons has been out for a while, and Brooklyn's been for a while. I, I can't believe I would even suggest such a thing. But Ben Simmons might have been the glue that kept that team together. I'm with you. If this was in Utah and it was minus five and a half, I'm taking Utah. But they're on the road and getting a point and a half. I can't do it. I, the Vegas is telling me that Brooklyn's the bet. I couldn't do that, so I would just have to lean Brooklyn. Well, the glue might be back tonight. It says Ben Simmons probable for the game tonight. Maybe that's tonight. why they're the favorite. So maybe that's 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 that that could be it. Uh, but you're right. Listen, I I have not. Um, Okay, I've been critical of Ben Simmons. I'm, I'm Listen, if you download and listen to every single episode, I've been critical of Ben Simmons. But I've been critical of the fact is I don't think he's a max player. I don't think he is a superstar player. I don't think he's worth his contract. But as a utility player, as a guy that you want on your team, oh, absolutely. I would love to have Ben Simmons on my team for like, you know, not the league minimum. But, you know, like a a normal utility man type fucking price. I'd pay I'd pay that for Ben Simmons because he is he's like he can play some good defense. He can pass the ball. Don't need him to shoot on the Celtics. Got plenty of people to shoot on the Celtics, you know, so I mean, (laughs) just as a guy that that does a little bit of everything. Ben Simmons is great as a superstar max player. No, don't want him. Uh, Last game up for me. Let's talk about the Phoenix Suns on the road against the Miami Heat. Uh, We were talking about this one. Why is the Phoenix Suns getting four and a half? Nothing on the injury report, but they're in the back-to-back situation. So more than likely, we're going to close our eyes and see that Durant or Booker or both might be out. I don't fucking know. Uh, This Miami Heat team has lost six, count them, six in a row. They've tried to make a trade, bring in Terry Rozier. I think they're going to need to do more than that if they want to be competitive in the East. I will never bury or write off the Miami Heat, by the way. I will never plant a flag against the Miami Heat because I think their head coach is the best there is, and they find a way every year to be a thorn in fucking people's sides. So um, this is not any dirt on the Miami Heat. But, uh, you know, a little... uh, Maybe a little dirt. Uh, $10 bet on the Suns. You know, I'm, I'm honestly not surprised that they're s- struggling. Because when you add a player such as Terry Rozier, this is, this is a primary rotation piece, much like the Clippers did with James Harden. Remember, when they got Harden, they lost like seven, eight games in a row. And we were shitting all over them. And now they can't lose like ever. Miami is just going to get through this rotation, get through, get everything figured out, get everybody healthy, right? Tyler Hero can't stay healthy. 
Jimmy Butler's never healthy. Um, I think Bam's been injured a little bit. So they've got some health issues that they're still trying to figure out. And once they get it figured out, get the rotation, you're right. With Spolster as the coach and the talent that's on this team, only a fool would bury the Miami Heat. Uh, but I'm laying four and a half in the midst of a six-game losing streak. No fucking way. I'll have to lean. Who are they playing? Oh, the Suns. Suns I'd yeah. lean the, uh, <laughs> I have to lean the Suns, even if they're down. If they're down two, man, there's no way I'm betting it. But if they're down Durant, I'd probably still bet Phoenix. <laughs> So uh, I buried the lead. Also, we did hit the Dijon parlay on Friday, so oh, we nice. are we are yeah we are coming into today with a uh, a Dijon parlay uh, streak of one. Uh, let's see if we can get that going. We do have one game on the ice that I wanted to bet until I saw the line movement that freaked me the hell out. Um, Sex Panther, I I think I know what you're gonna do here, and I agree with you, but I hate the line movement. Um, we're talking hockey. We're over on the ice. Uh, you know, on the surface, you're like, oh, Nashville at, at uh, Ottawa. No brainer. Nashville, right? Yeah, I'm all over Ottawa here. Some, this stinks to high heaven. Give me Ottawa. I mean, it's even now, right? We're like minus 105 on both sides. I would like to get you minus 105. I'll get you minus 109 for the Senators. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm betting this game. I wrote it down and I bet it. Uh, give me the Ottawa Senators at home. Yeah, listen. Nashville should win this one. I wanted to bet I wanted to bet the Predators. But it opened at minus 125 and now it's plus 100. Ugh, fucking stay away from this one. I fucking hate it. I'll lean the Predators here. Let's uh, put together a DJ parlay. Let's see. Um, who's going to win today? Who's going Nuggets to are going to win. Nuggets. Let's the Nuggets in there. Nugget, nuggets are going to win. Win or cover? Should we take them for the uh, win or the cover? It's a part. Hey, we, uh, we want to win, so we'll just money line the Nuggets. Let's, let's look at money lines. Hey, listen. Let's just pick money lines. Let's just pick winners today. All right. Let's have fun. Uh, we're going to take the Nuggets. They're going to win the game. The 76ers. The, gonna the 76ers are going to win. Right yep, against yep, Portland, they're right? They're gonna win. Uh, then the Knicks, they're going to win, right? Oh, this is gonna be fun. Let's see. Uh, who else we're gonna? The, um, oh, Timberwolves Thunder, hell of a game. Didn't pick that one. Um, yeah, the Sacramento Kings are gonna win, they're gonna beat the Grizzlies. You would think, except the Grizzlies haven't won, they won like three in a row, really. Mm. And Sacramento's on the road. Do we want to take Sacramento out? Uh, do we want to take Sacramento? We'll take Sacramento out then. Um, man, this, this we, we need to fi- we need to pick something then. <laughs> I need another game. Um, let's take the Clippers to win. Let's see. Take the Clippers to win. Take the Knicks to win. All right, we're up to three forty-three. That's that's good enough for me. Okay, four-way parlay. On the money line, Denver, Philadelphia, Clippers, and the Knicks. There you go. That pays out 343. Homer J. Simpson says there's a soccer game this morning. Iraq uh, live bet at under one and a half minus 111. 
We want to lose. We want to lose the DJ and parlay first thing in the morning. No, I want. I want some no. hope leading into the evening. Like you know, I'm. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna destroy our our <laughs> our fans' hopes of of winning this parlay. <laughs> Don't parlay that. Okay. Uh, we have our four game parlay, and that'll do it for the day. Sex Panther, take us home. All right, well, thanks for the, to the guys listening live. I can't really see who's listening live. I know Homer's here, but I'm it's in a like, different it's, truck. It's, 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 it's Homer and ex-Chris. It's, it's, it's Homer's the, okay, it, so it's yeah, the usual yeah. suspects. The usual suspects, I, uh, yeah. I'm in a different truck, and this is not the same setup. My phone isn't where I want it. Nothing is where I want it. It's, it's all fucked up. My, my truck's in the shop, and I'm just off to a bad start to the week. So I can't even see who's, who's in the the asylum but you guys you loyal listeners that download and listen to every single episode you can join the asylum come in and shoot the shit with us you shoot it with homer shoot it with x chris uh but shoot it with max and i call us out by name we'll holler right back but most importantly let us know what you did over the weekend what you're betting on today and when it's all said and done kids let's make some money fools This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.